Welcome to Life in Full Expression with me, your host, Beth Wolf. In this show, we will explore, elevate, expand, and learn how to live your best life. Have you ever wondered what it feels like to live your life in full expression or create an expansive vision for your future? Get ready to be energized to fully express yourself. Discover your heart's clarity for dynamic direction and life decisions and develop your unique capabilities so you are delivering your ever-increasing capacities into your world. Join me, Beth Wolf, and unleash the limitless capabilities of your soul, experiencing amazement, collaboration, fun, and purpose. Life in full expression starts now. Welcome you guys to Life in Full Expression. I get to be your host today, Beth Wolf. I'm excited to be here with you guys as always. I've been doing some preparation uh, to really share with you guys today what it's like to develop a capacity for thinking and feeling for transformation. I mean, you know, honestly, in the self-development world, we're talking about that a lot. And I've been aware of transformation from different perspectives for many different decades where before in athletic medicine, it was all about transforming someone from an injury to total health, getting them back out on their sports field or court um, and helping them transform their mental capacity to be back there as well. You know, I, I can remember helping a specific athlete who's very talented soccer player, looked at playing in, in uh, Europe. And he came to me and he'd had an, an anterior cruciate ligament reconstruction, which I've had one of those myself. And he, there was just some mental capacity that he just was really struggling with. And one of it was just being able to walk normal without a limp. And he was having a lot of other healthcare professionals helping him. And I really came to develop a mental picture for him. And as he came from this expansive mental picture that we worked on together, in a matter of seconds, that limp was gone. And so I really want to introduce to you today, if you haven't been doing it or not aware of this, but really transformation starts in the invisible to become visible. And it starts with our thinking and feeling may not be new information to you. But what I want to say is, if we are not practicing this on a regular basis, and you don't have to, you get to practice this thinking and feeling, then we're really not going to develop much capacity for really increasing your capabilities and your transformation. And what happens a lot of times with clients of mine is they will learn some of these tools and then not practice them. So I'm gonna give an intention and an invitation to you and for you that you would enter into a practice of these. And so we're gonna look at today, first starting off with bringing a focus to develop this capacity. And I wanna introduce to you also that there's a difference between our potential and possibly our current capacity at this time. You and I really have a potential to literally move mountains metaphorically in our lives and even maybe more than that. Um, we just don't know how to do that yet in our human endeavors. And we have a potential to literally transform and bring about whatever we choose 
but few of us have developed that potential into that authentic capacity. And that's what I work with week in and week out with amazing people is continuing to practice and develop and expand their capacity, their capability, so that they can really deliver a, a true life and full expression in their lives. And so I wanna work with you today on giving you five steps to develop this consciousness. And because the capacity you have right now to either transform your circumstances or be stymied or stuck by your current conditions or circumstances, it has everything to do with our consciousness. Now that's really good news because we can go inside to the invisible to change the visible. And when we start looking so much outside, like we have an external locus of control, that's when you're really going to experience a lot of overwhelm, a lot of push energy, and you're going to get exhausted. You're going to get tired. You're going to feel like you want to give up. But these five steps and strategy for your consciousness um, can be game changers when we practice them on a regular basis. So our potential, it is God-given, infinite, universe-given. It's a soul force that is given to each one of us. But again, the capacity to demonstrate the soul force comes out of consciousness. And I learned about these five steps. They were first offered by Ernest Holmes in the science of the mind. But really, you might even be aware of them already in other kinds of teachings like the Vedas or the life of Jesus and, and the modern teaching of quantum physics that is coming into the realm more and more. One of my mentors shared with me that learning to live in love is life's greatest lesson and our daily life is the curriculum by Mary Morrissey. And I can recall her telling me that, hey, Beth, you know, your daily life is your curriculum. And so every day we have an opportunity to transform and transmute things for ourselves. All right, what's these five steps? We're gonna go through each one of them. And then I'm also gonna share with you in the second half of this episode of really what it takes to um, really what's required for transformation. All right, step one, if you wanna take some notes, step one is recognize. Step two, unify. Step three, realize. Step four, is give thanks or appreciation and step five is release. So wanted to give you the big picture first before we break them down. All right, recognize your first step to increasing the capacity of your consciousness is for you and I to recognize that there is one presence and one power in the universe that we all can tap into and that we really are a part of. And recognize is both a thinking and a feeling. Uh, one, again, one of my favorite authors, Neville Goddard, really helped transform a lot in me, is that we assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Now, a lot of us can write down what we desire, what we want, and I work with clients all the time on that. And even with myself, I'll ask, okay, well, what would be the feeling, Beth, if you recognized 
that your wish was already fulfilled. And a lot of times that's where we begin to struggle or we're kind of in unfamiliar territory or we used to be able to do that when we were a little kid, but now we've kind of forgotten how to feel. And sometimes in our American culture, it's not really, um, how should I say, um, encouraged to have those kind of feelings. Um, sometimes we're told to be, you know, just kind of chill, not have a whole lot of emotions. So the other part of recognize is no matter the circumstance, the condition you might be experiencing today, it isn't independent of the one presence and one power. Now, for you and I to develop capacity as a person who can choose transformation rather than reacting to what, what's happening. And again, this is going to be a curriculum that is every day that we can either choose to transform and respond could be another word with it, or we can choose to react. And you might feel that you'd be triggered at times of reacting. And so this requires for you and I to choose to develop a true consciousness of connection with this one power, this one source that we can tap into from which we can make a choice. We don't have to keep reacting the way we used to. And there's power in that because if we keep reacting the way this the same way that we used to then you get the same results and you get the same condition the same circumstance so the first step to practice key element is practice more often than not is recognizing and remembering one presence and one power that we can tune into that we can tap into it and that we can turn it on and it takes an awareness that that is actually going on, that we're just like not saying to ourselves that, well, this is just the way life is. Um, again, one of my mentor, Mary Morrissey, she's like, well, then you're deciding that your life is by default rather than by design. And I love to design things. I love to be creative. All right. Number two step of developing your consciousness capacity is unify. Know that you and I, we are the I am, we are I am with the one. And that one presence, that one power is actually right here where you are. And this is where it's really helpful for you to shut off all your senses to the outside world for a time during the day, whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and really feel this presence that is breathing you and was, is within you and that you and I are part of this infinite and having all the qualities of the infinite spirit within you. You and I are, we got this real spirit in us that is perfect in every way. And even if you and I might be facing a situation that requires a change, it still means that our infinite self is perfect in every way. We've come here into this horizontal life called humanity to learn and grow and expand and um, so we already got it's almost like we already got the perfection and now we're here learning how to use it in this human form we can say that this is ourselves and now accept the fact that you and i we are one with this universe we can know that 
the infinite acts through you, as you, in you, in all life. It was a game changer when uh, Mary Morrissey shared with me, hey, Beth, you know, life isn't happening to you. And I, I paused for a moment when I heard that the first time because when I entered into Life Mastery Institute and getting my coaching training about eight, nine years ago, I was just completing uh, a 25-year marriage and it felt like life had been happening to me. I mean, I felt like I was, you know, on somebody had me by the tail and was just whipping me around. And so this began to actually awaken me quite a bit that I was like, life is through me, as me, in me. It's not, you mean, if I keep thinking it's happening to me, I'm just going to be splatting my energy all over and I'm going to be playing a victim. And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. Now I know how to take responsibility. And she was like, you know, that's the threshold to move from life you thinking that life is happening to you, Beth, to life is happening through you, is taking responsibility. So extraordinary transformation began for me about eight, nine years ago. All right, number three strategy in increasing your consciousness capacity is realize. And you and I get to affirm this, that we realize there is a truth that is greater than the facts. Consider the conditions of your life right now. You mean if you want to pause this recording and, and write them down, consider the conditions that you're experiencing, whether it might be health, finances, family, relationships, career. Um, realize there is a difference between the facts of your life and the truth of your being. That one, let that absorb in. There's a difference between the facts of your life and the truth of your being. Facts can change, the truth is constant. Remember, we just recognized that we are one with this infinite power, that being the truth. Now, allow yourself how you would feel when you fully realize or receive what you are imagining in your amazing mind. So you're doing some visualization you're doing some imaging. How would it feel to realize that dream intention fulfilled? And I would give you a little bit of a challenge to not just say, oh, I'd feel really good, Beth. Let's expand on that. Look up the word good. Would it be wonderful? Would it be ecstatic? Would it be amazing? Would it be peaceful? Would it be certainty? You know, give more feeling and life to that. So you and I can build mental pictures that will intensify uh, the thrill and the confidence of knowing that you have mastery over all your apparent problems. We can, and it's about building a mental picture. Build the strongest possible feeling of already having what you want, desire. The stronger your feeling in the invisible within you, the stronger actually you'll see out in the visible, the treatment, all right, number four, give thanks and acceptance. Give thanks that there is a truth that, that is greater than your current facts and conditions. And we don't deny the facts, but we deny the power 
of those facts to determine our future. We don't deny them. We don't deny the power of those facts to determine our future. These facts don't determine our choices. These facts are just the facts and the opportunity to transform these facts is right where you are. So we give thanks for that. Again, you go back to, all right, this is the curriculum of my life right now. This is what showed up so far. I had thoughts, I had feelings, I had actions, and now I have results. And that's the facts right now. But allow also yourself to learn to distinguish the fact from the truth, that those are the conditions, but the conditions aren't all of you. The circumstances aren't all of you. So every time you and I increase our level of consciousness, we're going to develop our capacity of that. And this recognition opens up a feeling of empowerment and ability to make a conscious toy choice instead of a reactive one. There's the nugget right there. The recognition opens up a feeling of empowerment and ability to make a conscious choice instead of a reactive one. You don't have to keep letting your life be by default. You can design it right there in the moment that you are feeling, well, this is how I would normally react. But now Beth's sharing with me, I could actually develop a capacity of a greater expanding consciousness if I'm aware that I am more than this triggered reaction that I can tap in, tune in, and turn, in to, turn on to the one that is breathing us, the one that's in us. All right, the fifth one before we come into a break here is release. I can recall doing a, a meditation by Brendan Bouchard when I first was completing that 25-year marriage. And he even said, he goes, I can't believe how popular this meditation is, but if you want to work on release, he just does a simple meditation and that's all he says, release, 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 release. And it was really helpful to me. I listened to it for months. So practice this allowing of releasing concern about your conditions and situations. So, you know, what I was looking at was the life that I knew was gone, you know, no longer married, completely different relationship with my kids. I no longer lived in the house that I general contracted and lived in. I mean, everything was different outside of myself but there was still me. And so releasing all those external circumstances is what really, really helped me. So you can find that on YouTube. I'm sure it's still there. The other part of release is thankfully accept that your good is already accomplished. This is what you get to practice. You know, assuming the feeling of the wish feel fulfilled is that you're already saying thank you, um, believing it, before you're gonna see it. So we're developing a transforming thinking mind and consciousness. And again, these five steps to increase your capacity to practice daily, if not two or three times a week, is recognize, unify, realize, give thanks, and release. All right, so choose that aliveness and transformation by holding everything as an opportunity to love 
and be loved. That's an expansive perspective. And so I invite you make a daily note of situations you once viewed as difficult that you have transformed into an experience or an expression of love. So that's my call to action for you today is make a daily note of the situations you once viewed as difficult that you have transformed into an experience or an expression of love. All right, we're going to go for a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you four strategies on thinking for transformation of what's really required. So this is a great complimentary um, of these two parts of this episode. So after the short break, come on back and let me give those to you as well. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. What are you connected to? Or what are you disconnected from? Tune into the Connected Conversation with Brett Hill on TTRlive.com and learn how to avoid unnecessary suffering and activate your mind-body connection. Step into a life that works for you. Flourish and express our natural creativity and exuberance as you learn how to look deep within and find your natural allies and connect authentically with yourself, others, and the world. To learn more, visit theconnectedconversation.com. If you deeply knew you were so much more than your history, current conditions, and circumstances, would you explore, elevate, and expand yourself? If yes, Beth Wolf is your guide. Beth helps you envision true possibilities starting with your desires, truth, and values as we design your seven-dimensional life blueprint. Go to www.bethwolf.com to schedule your discovery session now. The Relevance of Now podcast has been created to assist you in remembering, embracing, embodying, and enjoying your true self, your essence, and your true power that is constantly expanding and unfolding. Within the Relevance of Now, you are stepping out of the requirements to be other than who you are as you remember and experience the uniquely beautiful facet of creator that you are. For more information, visit williamlinville.com. Wonder why you can't forget past mistakes and negative events? Tune in to Attune for Wholeness with me, Lisa Finney, on the first and third Wednesday of the month at 1.30 Pacific Standard Time to explore the landscape of emotional triggers and all their reactions. We'll consider how to have our emotional needs met through powerful encounters with God and we'll finally become resilient. All right. 
right, welcome back you guys to this episode on developing uh, really a capacity for transformation. And in the first part of this episode, I gave you five strategy steps from Ernest Holmes on beginning really what it looks like for you to work on the invisible side before you think make things visible. All right, on this, uh, this second half, I wanna talk about thinking for transformation. And it requires that we think and feel differently. All right, you don't, if you want transformation and you wanna experience it, you know, having the same thoughts and feelings are gonna get you the same results. So I wanna share this quote by the amazing Mr. Einstein. He said, we can't solve our problems at the same level of thinking with which we created them. Mm -mm. And that, that's, that's reason. Um, a lot of times working with clients, it will circle around with the same situations over and over and over again. And then when we spend time diving into their thinking, it's like, okay, well, what if we had a different thought about that? And sometimes there's a little bit of stubbornness there. It's like, well, that's the way it is, Beth. You know, I'm like, well, what if it could be different? What if we could have a different th thinking, a different feeling? Now realizing that the power is within you for the transformation and it's thought. Everything's created twice, first in thought, then in form. So focus is now on transformation of your thinking. Um, another quote, if you're familiar with uh, the Bible, the Apostle Paul, um, he wrote, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I think that's Romans 12, 12, if I think I remember somewhere in there. But that was, you know, when I was reading the Bible a lot, uh, studied it for decades, um, this was one of my favorites. I was like, well, I can be transformed if I redo my mind. Um, but what I didn't know is how do I do it? And this is what I've learned so much in the last years of how to do that. Now, transformation requires thinking in a way, okay, a way that is in alignment with the life you're wanting to create. So first of all, you gotta know what you wanna create. So I'm gonna give you four ways of thinking that will really put you in alignment with your dream. Um, now, I know you got a dream, write it down, have it there, give yourself a blueprint you know, life in full expression. Um, Joseph Campbell said that when we quit thinking primarily about ourselves to our own self-preservation, we actually undergo a truly heroic transformation of consciousness. And so the number one thing that's required in thinking differently is it really requires a consciousness of abundance. Yep. Even in the midst of your current condition and circumstance, it requires for you and I to have a consciousness of abundance. Another great wisdom out of the book of Mark, it says, to those who have, more will be given. To those who have not, even what they have will be taken away. Now I remember reading that for the first time and I was kind of scratching my head going, well, that doesn't sound very fair that you have so you'll be given more but you have not so it'll be taken away holy buckets what is that all about 
Well, it's about our consciousness. If we have a, an abundant consciousness, we practice it on the invisible side of us, then we're an attractive force for even more abundance to come to us. Abundant health, abundant relationships, abundant career expression. But if we do not have an abundant consciousness, even what you have will be taken away because you are in a state of lack. So more and more lack comes in and you're like, why is this happening to me? Mm, you're splatting your energy all out, being an external locus there rather than an internal locus that take responsibility, bring that energy inside yourself and you're going to begin to transform. So this may sound, like I said, it may sound unfair, but it is simple the way this is the law of consciousness and how it works. If you have a consciousness of abundance, it brings more and more good. Without a consciousness of abundance, even what you get doesn't remain. There it is. Now, number two, transformation requires expanding your awareness of what's possible. One of my favorite phrases is just like, well, what if it could? What if we could change it? A lot of the systems that we have in play in our, our world, in our nation, we as human beings, we created them. So as we expand our awareness of, well, what could be possible? Um, from ancient teachings, from abundance was scooped abundance and more abundance remains from the Upanishads. And that's Sanskrit written Oh, maybe over 3000 years before Jesus. And they are some of the most ancient spiritual teachings on the planet. And in a universe that is infinitely good. Now, even Einstein said, do you believe that the universe is good, that it's friendly somewhere around in there? Or do you believe that, it, you know, it's bad and bad things are always going to happen? Um, you're, you're real good is in expanding your awareness of who you are and with that comes an awareness of possibilities all right number three transformation requires forming an image it makes me think of when i watched my oldest daughter matty do uh, ceramics and she would take this pile of clay and throw it down on the wheel and she had an image in her head and she took that image in her head and put her hands on that clay and then began to transform that clay to an actual image that she had in her head. Now you'll know it by, all right, it's going to require forming an image. You're going to know that you want to, you want to transform and you want to create this new image by your longings and discontents. And a great question to ask yourself is, well, what am I discontent about? What, what are my longings? What do I not have that I want? And how long has it been going on? And what is it costing you? Um, and remember that our mind works in images and that you and I are a co-creator with this life that's breathing us, the infinite. And you and I get to choose which images that we're going to call in. All right. I remember this studying this in Philippians a lot. Um, and it used to be 
held over a lot of people out of fear. Um, they would share this scripture that, man, if you aren't thinking this, you're going to, you're going to go to hell. And, but it's Philippians 4, 8, and it says, whatsoever is good or true or lovely, think on these things. Now, this is in great alignment with the, the law of consciousness of abundance that if you are thinking and feeling things of good, true, and lovely, think on the, those things, then you're going to be an actual attractive force for that. Number four, transformation requires traversing the gap. This is probably where a lot of my clients get hung up as well as myself, I did. And that's where I needed help. I needed a structure system and support. And I needed mentors in my life that would help me traverse this gap of, all right, here's this life that I would like to really express. And um, I formed some images with it and I'm excited about it and I actually begin to move in it. And when we do that, believe it or not, what will happen is things will start to bubble up that are not in alignment with it. And we kind of freak out and sometimes we'll even stop like, oh, this must not be meant to be. But it's almost like reminding yourself of these old fashioned water pump that when you just, it hasn't been used. And when you start pumping that for the first time, you know, dirty water comes out of it. But if you keep pumping it, um, pretty soon it's crystal clear water and you become really that crystal clear image of the life that you want to express. So traversing the gap is really between the life we are currently expressing and the life that you would really love to express. And it requires for you and I to create a new normal, uh, a new identity, which is what I love, love, love to help people with. And it goes back to that simple little um, uh, meditation by Brendan Bouchard where he's just gone release, release, release. You get to make room for the new normal. So you get to let go. You don't have to. Notice I'm saying you, you better let go of it. You got to let go of it. Allow, be kind to your mind. Be kind to your consciousness and just go, what if we let this go? What if we allowed this to let go so we could allow this to come in? And this requires recognizing, again, that life happens with you, not to you. You're not a victim. You're just, you're not. You don't have to stay in that state. Recognize that everything that has ever happened in your life, my life, has happened with me is a liberating position to take. Now, there's some icky things that have happened, right? they are well again we can use them as the curriculum curriculum of our life to expand our consciousness um, and as long as you and i take a perspective of being a victim we really are powerless in that moment and this requires you and i to be stepping into this power and from this power Marianne Williamson, who's running for presidential nomination here in 2023 for next year, she says that you and I are not really afraid of our darkness. We are afraid of our light. We are not afraid of the problem. We are way more afraid of our power. We toy in these areas and play small because we are frightened of how powerful and creative we really are. 
man, I know when I put my, my mind and my feeling into everything and I focus my energy, um, I've created some amazing things um, and, and amazing uh, experiences in my life. There's a, a story in the Old Testament of the Bible about Moses. Now, I studied Hebrew a little bit for about a year. And one of the reasons why I did is I had studied the Bible and I looked at all these different versions of the Bible. And I asked myself, I'm like, well, which one is the right one? <laughs> um, and so it brought curiosity, curiosity into me to actually study Hebrew. And as I found that our English language is a noun language. And what I learned just a little bit about Hebrew is that it's a verb language. It's a, it's a language of action. It's a language of beingness. So when the story about Moses, the real definition of Moses in action, a verb means that it's drawing something up out of the water. So when Moses was given the charge of freeing the slaves in Egypt, guess what? If you're familiar with the story, he felt incredibly unworthy and incapable. And so you can see that there's something that is being drawn up out of him, up through him, just like it would be you and I with an idea. And so he, what does he uh, come up against? He comes up against the Pharaoh and um, the Pharaoh, says, fine, we're going to let the slaves go. But before that, when the Pharaoh actually refused, Moses knew that a divine force would help him. Okay. What if that was you, a divine force helping you? Um, so then next, if you're familiar with the story, the plagues come, uh, finally the frogs got to the Pharaoh, which is really funny because there's a big frog in my backyard today. That's just hilarious. <laughs> That's, I haven't seen one that big in a long time. And the Pharaoh let Moses take the slaves. The next day the Pharaoh changed his mind and chased after Moses and the slaves. And when they got to the Red Sea, all of them that were going there had to be all the way in up to their necks before the water actually parted part of the Red Sea. So here's a little bit of the teaching point of that story is we all have enslaved parts of ourselves, ideas that keep us trapped. And we have ways of being that keep us from being our whole self. And transformation comes when we get an idea that frees us. You have to put your whole self in to be freed. You can't just have one foot in the old self and one foot in the new self and straddling this fence, you know, go all the way in Moses. It's drawing something, you know, drawing up out of an idea that's going to come through you and for you. And what I really love about the story as I look at it more metaphorically is that an idea coming to you and being drawn up through you and for you ultimately is for the people around you because look at the freedom that so many people got to experience from that. So my invitation for you this week is to choose one of the ways of thinking and practice that thinking and feeling from that place this week. Okay. Maybe you want to think more from abundance. Maybe you want to think and feel from expansion or an image or 
um, a power that you would really love to come through you that would serve not only your life, but people around you and commit to that. Look for opportunities this week. Call yourself to this action to be of service each day and record the opportunities of how they create transformation in you and for you. So thanks for joining me on Life in Full Expression today. I hope you really enjoyed learning about steps and strategies to increase and develop your consciousness and your capacity and really what it takes, to, uh, well, it's what it's required to transform. And I wanna remind you that powerful questions bring powerful answers. And I'll see you next week on Transformation Talk Radio. This is your host, Beth Wolf. I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Life in Full Expression with me, Beth Wolf. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be your most elevated self and pursue a path of fulfillment, clarity, expansion, fun, and live in your best life. If you would like to discover the seven dimensions of your life blueprint of expression, to fully express yourself, reveal your heart's clarity for dynamic direction, and activate your unique capability, visit BethWolf.com. That's Beth, W-O-L-F-E.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers.